Hello, bonjour, and welcome to the Don't Twist Water podcast. I'm your host, Antoine Valter, and in the next few days, I'll be summarizing for you one year's worth of incredible water insights from the 52 experts that appeared on this microphone in 2021. I'm joined again today by eight of them to discuss the difficult topic of the water stories we tell, our water narratives, and how we could improve. Because let's be honest, right now... People in the water space, it's an orchestra, right? Which is right now creating cacophonous noise. As Alex Lukopoulos rightly remarks, we struggle to agree on a single message to share to move the water course forward. Mina Gulli on this microphone and in a pollination report has been proposing close the gap. Yet the way it was received kind of just confirms Alex's statement. It sounds like we are still looking for our zero carbon flagship equivalent. The thing with water and especially wastewater is that as Aaron Tartakovsky explains, what we have learned and what I'm sure you've seen as well is that one of the occupational hazards of working in wastewater is that we all basically devolve into our inner middle schooler. We start making jokes and puns about the nature of this work. I bet you've lived that experience in many countries along with the recent COVID pandemic. Wastewater-based epidemiology emerged as an interesting solution to detect outbreaks and monitor the severity and the variant involved. Yet every time it was mentioned in the news, it inevitably turned into poo and pee jokes, what Dennis Moore on that microphone elegantly qualified of a colorful conversation. We could be laughing along if it did not have consequences, as Mina Sankaran shares. 99% of people have no clue to the quality of water they drink. We have just been very privileged in our society to not have to think about the water we drink, nor care about how much water we use. And if you ask most people, I've had the lamest answers. Where do you think water comes from? They're like, it's coming from a tap. So if we agree on the finding, what can we do about it? Well, we can leverage one of the oldest psychological bias there is, the power of stories, as Michael Stanley-Gerisdorfer proposes. How can we advocate for water through cultural narratives? Remember, stories shape belief, dictating action. Our stories tell us how to live, just like song lines in Australia. So what are our song lines for water? And how can we tell new stories? How can we tell new and positive stories that will reconnect us to water because that's where it begins and it begins with children and it begins with fun because between the carrot and the stick the stick being well there's no more water coming out of the taps and the carrot saying water is sweet the carrot's a lot sweeter I think that fun is a great motivator for change. Indeed, what do you remember from your childhood? I'd bet a good portion of it starts with once upon a time. Our brains love stories. They relax in stories. They love how this, then that, well, this logically flows from A to B and creates a lasting impression on our memories. What Bjorn Otto summarized on this microphone with facts tell, stories sell. Now, there's another piece of wisdom in what Michael just shared, how we have to play with the carrot and the stick. Alice Schmidt confirms. Creating this sense of urgency, I think, is absolutely essential, but at the same time showing not just that we can do it, that we are resilient, but how we can be resilient. I think that's really key. So how do you strike a balance between carrot and stick, between doom and hope? I guess it's quite subjective, yet you'll notice a red thread between Alice Schmidt, Paul O'Callaghan and Claudia Winkler's opinions. It's really important to keep this balance and to uh, make sure that these very uncomfortable truths are heard and seen. Some people refer to this as apocalypse porn, which can also then, of course, lead to certain fatigue. There's, of course, the saying, good news is bad news and only bad news is good news. And I think that's true to an extent. But then in, in terms of what motivates people, I mean, we all know we all love praise, right? We all love reinforcement of positive action. People wanted 
to move on from the doom and gloom narrative about water, the, the apocalyptic tales that we hear. And people were really ready to tell a different story because those of us who are in the sector, we know that there is a different story here. There are solutions to these challenges. There are solutions to these problems. If you tell me the world is going down, I will not move a single thing because, you know, like I, I might die anyway. If you tell me, hey, we can do it, I'm on board. Yes, it's a fact. Fear and anger theoretically work the best when it comes to making people react and change behavior. Yet, as Mina Guli told us... There is no way that we as individuals can solve this crisis. No matter how many short showers we take, how many times we turn off the tap when we brush our teeth, we cannot individually solve this crisis. So it's not really about pushing people to change their direct behavior and attitude towards water. It's more about creating a water consciousness in them that will lead them to campaign for action, make a hard political decision popular and put the right pressure on the right people. We've seen all of that in our deep dive on the value of water and we will talk about it again when we specifically address SDG 6 and sustainability. But again, this is crucial. Hence, we shall not look for fear and anger, but rather for hope stories. That's how we may move the silent majority in the middle, Claudia Winkler believes. You can move the front and the tipping point, but if you forget about the 60% of the Gaussian bell curve in the middle, then actually you're doomed to fail. If 20% are running and saying, yay, super, but you forget about taking along the middle, it will not happen. So let's craft the right stories, these songlines Michael alluded to, these positive examples Paul shares in his Brave the World Netflix hit, and let's then raise the awareness on a key point. It's also about recognizing your power to influence others, to influence your peers. I think this is huge. This is really, really important. Because Alice Smith is right. We can all move the needle. We can all help to spread the word to the silent majority in the middle of the bell curve. For that, we may have to step out of our comfort zone, as Claudia Winkler warns us. If the only thing you take away today is starting to speak with one person at the opposite spectrum of your opinion, then every single second I invested in this talk was worth it. So I urge all of you, open up, start talking to people who look at the world in a different view. It's paying off. It might be painful, but it's paying off. Do you need positive reinforcement to ensure you're doing right and you shall speak up? Well, listen to Claudia again. We humans are creative. We have all it takes. We just need to change the outcome. Where do we want to use our creativity for? And we could use it to harm the planet. We could use it to you know, like save the planet. Water is a good example. Energy is a great example. Economy should be embedded in the society and in our ecological system of the planet. And then if we achieve that, it's a win, 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 win. You know, like everybody wins. <laughs> what are we waiting for? If you like this deep dive, then tell it to your friends and colleagues and share that episode. Crafting and telling the best stories is a team sport. So the more we are to push the message, the better our chances that it gets picked up. If you'd like to further explore the topic, listen to my full interviews with each of the experts featured in this synthesis. All the links are in the description. And if you haven't done it yet, make sure to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform so that you don't miss the next leg in our journey, which will be about SDG 6. Beware, it's a massive one. Thanks for listening and I'll see you next time.